Ah, the name is Bootsy, baby. Radio Free Galaxy. You know that funk's for me. By the power of the one, we be funking uh, for fun, baby. Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. I'm Shannon. And I'm Andrew. And this is our bi-weekly account of Star Trek that we seem to be doing. We, You know, I like flirted with the idea of like, hey, let's just create like a separate Star Trek review podcast. You know, like I was like, I, I can just move all the happiness of reviewing <gasps> new Star Trek stuff over there. And we could come up with a cool name for it and everything, but... Hell yeah. And then I thought, well, I mean, it's all-encompassing with what we do. So, you know, I'm just going to continue <laughs> doing this <laughs> like this and say that this is just a half Star Trek podcast. This is a half Star Trek <laughs> podcast, half uh, gaming, Star Wars, and Marvel, and DC, and everything else that's in media. But... Half of it is fully Star Trek from now on. That's just the way it is. If they keep putting out great content, that's what we're going to keep talking about every other week is some Star Trek stuff. And tonight we are going to be talking about episode 9 of season 2 of uh, Strange New Worlds, which is (laughs) the most anticipated episode, at least for me and Christine. We've been waiting since since before the season came out. Mm -hmm. We heard there was going to be a musical episode. And Christine and I are such huge fans of most musicals in general, but um, the ones that we do love, we passionately love. Yes. And so when we heard, and and I love TV shows that are willing to do a musical episode, like the musical episode of Supernatural. Oh. If you've never seen the musical episode of Supernatural, please, please. If you're not fans of Supernatural, just watch that episode. Yes. It's in its own little, like, hole of just sing-songy stuff. You will not be disappointed. It just makes you so happy. Yeah. And also listen to our long and arduous podcast that we did during the pandemic when we reviewed all 16 seasons of Supernatural uh that was that was hard for me that was <laughs> that really was hard very for hard. me i i was a fan of i was a fan <laughs> of certain characters of that show uh and i was a fan of certain aspects of it but overall i didn't want to watch anything that was 16 seasons long uh, and I really didn't, but I popped in here and there enough to talk about it for 16 episodes of a podcast oh come on you started really getting up on dean I love Dean. I love Dean, and I hate You're a Sam. Dean fan. Yeah, I hate <laughs> Sam. Sam is a whiny little crybaby, and I hate him so much. Anyway, we are going to be talking about Subspace Rhapsody yeah! tonight. But first, I want to remind everybody to please follow us on social media. We're on Facebook. That's where we're the most active, and you can find out when all the new episodes come out. Around once a week, sometimes twice a week, when 
I feel a little ambitious, but uh, follow us there, and we're also on Instagram and Twitter if you want to use those kind of things, but we hardly ever use them. And also follow the, or subscribe to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. Uh, we're at one and a quarter million views Woo! and close to 2,500 subscribers. Nice. Uh, I've been putting out videos over there every day. You can get all your nostalgia fix over there. Uh, 80s and 90s commercials, cartoons, TV shows, full episodes of The Young and the Restless from 1991. You want to watch a full episode of The Dude. Young and the Restless from 1991, the only place you can do it is the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube nice. channel. If that kind of thing appeals Boy, to you. Boy, do I. <laughs> My grandmother will be interested. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. With, with the original commercials and everything still there. So you get that full nostalgic mm. experience. You can see all the diaper commercials and all the prune <laughs> juice commercials Ooh. that play during soap operas. Nice. <laughs> Targeted advertising. <laughs> And if somebody would like a Radio Free Galaxy t-shirt or any other kind of merchandise with your artwork on it, Christine, how can they find one? All right, step right up, folks, and you're going to go to your good old Google box, and you're going to type in Radio Free Galaxy T Public. It should be in the first three results where you get to see us in our space forms in guerrilla style, and along with the fact that you could probably get it with like a percentage off, like 20%, I believe. Sometimes. And sometimes. Yeah. But you can get it as a shirt, a mask, a mug, or even a magnet or a pin to throw on your jacket. Exactly. And when you say when you say us, it's the original lineup of Radio Free Galaxy of me, you, Adam, and Trisha. Yes, OG classic. There is yeah. some new designs in the works, but oh. yes, as of right now, if you want to get the Radio Free Galaxy classic shirt, it is available on Tee Public right now. Excellent, excellent. And so yeah, that's all that's all the businessy stuff. Um I started playing Baldur's Gate 3 this week. Dude, it's uh, so pretty. And I just want to give a quick review of that. I love it. I'm obsessed. And I already have, like, I don't know, 25, 30 hours logged into that. And um, that's, you know, kind of half my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard good things about that one. It's very fun. It's, it's really beautiful. It's it's the UI is a little uh, clunky, and um, I've been playing a lot of PS4 uh, role playing games lately. So it was like switching back to, uh, you know, um, uh, a PC game is like a little. I haven't played a PC game in a while, so it's you know there's, the controls are a little clunky, but overall the game is very very fun, very involved, and I love it a lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Anybody hey, else? Andrew, we Go know on. somebody who plays it, and uh, I've heard good things from him about it. Like, oh, yeah. He uh, he was mad he had to go to Maui on vacation because it interrupted his playtime. Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you bring your laptop, it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know. If I was going to Maui, I just might happen mm -hmm. to shove my laptop in there for those downtime i mean you're in maui but sometimes you're just chilling in maui too and you need to play a game dude Baldur's gate in maui sounds amazing yeah it does it does okay so Baldur's gate 3 highly recommend buy it. it's like 60 bucks right now so that's get, a steal yeah for the amount of playtime you get out of it 60 bucks it's almost like free yeah um any other reviews of things we've been watching lately um if you're not listening to our ahsoka reviews actually we were kind of happy with the last two episodes those were pretty good uh yeah so you guys see anything good lately you want to shout out real quick 
Babylon Watching. 5 is awesome. <laughs> Babylon 5 is awesome, absolutely. There's new Babylon 5, or are you just talking to old Babylon 5? Uh, there actually is a new movie out, but I have been re-watching the old stuff in prep to watch the new movie. Excellent. Excellent. You got any recommendations for us, Andrew? Have you been watching anything? Or playing anything? Well, right now it's getting close to Halloween, so it's scary movie season. Woo! And, uh, so I, I, we went through the... Uh, the old uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets, and yes. we watched Midsommar the other other night, mm. which was actually much better than I thought it was going to be. So if you're into kind of that psychological horror, yep. uh, it, it wasn't wasn't as gory as I thought it would be, uh, yeah. which is good. I, I was really worried that it was going to be overly gory, but uh, it, it turned out to be a bit more psychological. So right. if you haven't seen that, now's the time of year. Yeah. Excellent. Absolutely. And that reminds me also, I just finished uh the radio the first annual radio what did i call it the radio free galaxy spooky vhs halloween mixtape uh i just finished it it's five and a half it's a five and a half hour long video project of halloween themed music videos and original airings of uh televised uh halloween specials uh, animated specials and it will be available very soon, probably by the time that you hear this, actually, uh, either on VHS or digital download. So look for wherever we are in social media, and I'll probably be already spouting about that. So, Dude, it's amazing. We're working on the uh, design for the VHS uh, slipcover right now, but Ooh. the video project is actually done. So look for that soon. And anyway, so let's talk about Subspace Rhapsody. Woo! Like I said, I've been anticipating this for so long. I was looking forward to it, and I am not going to... I It was wonderful. It was everything that I thought it could be and more. I, I, I will get everybody's favorite songs, favorite singers. I want to hear all of that. I'm sure all of us thought we were wonderful. So It was wonderful, so I, I, I really... You know, we'll go around and hear how wonderful you all thought it was. Because if anybody disagrees, you're getting kicked off the show right fucking now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but but yeah, it was wonderful. I, I I shed two tears during one song. Uh, you know, um, it was when Uhura was singing her solo, Aww. and I was just like, oh my god, this is just mm-hmm. beautiful. But to me, this is. Okay, this might seem like a departure for some people. This might seem like a pocket episode to some people. This might be unappealing to some people. But to me, the whole spirit of this episode was so Star Trek, and and the theme of it, and how they how they how they overcame the jam that they were in <laughs> was so Star Trek. And yes, it was a new way of expressing or telling the story. But to me, the way it was executed and, and the story, this is so Star Trek. The whole team working together for a common goal and expressing their emotions through music. And uh, it, w- it was just wonderful. I loved it so much. I'm going to stop right now. Christine, I want to hear what you thought Oh, of my this. God. I just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, this is something I was looking forward to for so long because I am a sucker for a good musical. And whoever wrote this episode needs all the awards for writing such a phenomenal episode. I, 
it just everything about it, the feel about it. Like, I love to see all of these actors get to show, like, a different side of themselves. And it works so well with the characters. And I don't want to spoil anything because there's a few that are kind of like the spoiler songs. But, like, I absolutely love Spock <laughs> being yeah. dumbfounded by the sing-songy stuff. And... Oh, it, it, and also oh and then embracing the fact yes. that it needed to happen. Yes. And I mean, he is a musician. You know yes. what I mean? He's just not the kind of musician that spontaneously breaks out into yes. song. Yes, and also <laughs> La'an's uh, yeah. songs. Just like, dude, yeah. she is such a phenomenal singer. And to get her, like, because you want, when you see that character, you just wouldn't believe that that would come out of her. Yeah. And it's like, it, it was just wonderful. I was so happy to finally see it. And I'll probably watch it like 50 more times. <laughs> 50 at least 50 more times that's a that's a minimal amount yeah so we're, we're on our fresh reactions we just watched it for the first time you guys have seen it many times already uh shannon let's get your thoughts on this wonderful <laughs> wonderful piece of art yeah i'm not in any danger of being kicked off the show <laughs> i quite enjoyed it in fact i think i watched it three times when it first came out mm. um I rewatched it last week because I thought we were podcasting last week. Yeah. And then I rewatched it again today <laughs> just nice. so I could enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, you know, you said something, Travis, where you're like, you people might skip it because it's a one off and it's a chintzy thing. Yeah. They actually wrap up two important plot details in the show. Yeah. You can't skip it. You're going to have to sit through it and enjoy every minute. <laughs> I love it. I know. I know. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. There's some people, like, I, I know quite a few people, uh, the other two people that started this podcast with us, that will not, that will absolutely not listen or watch anything that is called a musical whatsoever. We couldn't even wow. do this episode nope. with them. Because it they didn't even, fun. they just hate fun and, <laughs> they, and, and, hate and they fun. hate, they hate the joy of life, those fuckers. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, we can't even have them on an episode like this. So we need to have wonderful people that love life and, and love humanity <laughs> like you two on with us to celebrate such a momentous occasion in television history. Andrew, I know you, hey. what? I wasn't done. Oh, I'm sorry, damn. I'm just, oh, okay, okay, go on, go on. Sorry. As you were, Shannon. No, no thank you, thank you. <laughs> Continuing. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. It was fantastic. Um, a couple of the songs I didn't enjoy on the first run through. Yeah. But after I watched the episode the whole way through and then rewatched it, they, they fit in. Yeah. So if there were a couple of songs you didn't enjoy the first time through, Watch it again and see if now that you've seen more and how they fit in, if you have a different appreciation for them. I didn't quite enjoy La'an's first song, mm -hmm. but the second time through with everything else that went on in the episode, it really grew on me. Yeah. Now, it's not my favorite. <laughs> Spock's yeah. song is my absolute favorite. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, so um, it, it's awesome. And then I just have to do a, a shout out. Singing Klingons is the absolute best. Yes, yes, oh yes, yes. Oh my god, I wanted so much more. I know that it was a tease. It was a tease, but you know what? I'm glad they actually did it. I was anticipating like some kind of baritone, like operatic yeah. thing. Death happening. metal. I was hoping for some death or, metal. Yeah, or something like that. But what they did was yeah. fantastic, and it was not enough. And it was not. Enough. <laughs> it was not I was enough. Like, That's it. But, like, I mean, Whatever. they have to make it kind of short to not make this whole thing a farce because yeah. there is a line that you will cross in this episode 
where it gets too silly, you know, and and they really rode that line for a lot with all the matey uppy science things they were mm-hmm. talking about and the Heisenberg what's a who's it's <laughs> and you know like opening a zipper and this and that. <laughs> it's just like they they were they were just spouting off a, a bunch of just matey uppy Star Trek stuff, which I love. But also, it was like, we need to reduce the silliness of this so it's not a complete joke. And they nailed it. This was not a complete joke. Andrew, let's hear your thoughts. Um, it, it, the first time I saw it, I was just completely taken away by it. I had smiling from ear to ear. Um, the music is, is clever. The music is uh, catchy. Every tune you can hum. Uh, th- there were there were time there are some pieces that I'm not a, not a big fan of you know admittedly like I think the first watch through I had you know ro- rosy eyed glasses and then mm-hmm. I've probably watched it six times since since it's come out and I've I've listened to the soundtrack uh, on repeat mm-hmm. uh, and and it, nice. there's I do have some problems with with the episode I mean mm-hmm. it, it's all fun in games it, it was a really fun piece you can you know to see. All these characters break out into random song, you know, and excuse it with techno battle is fun. Mm-hmm. But then you get, with it being a musical episode, running by the laws of musicals, you you kind of have to bring in some of that baggage that comes with a musical, which means you have to shoe in a love, so, you know, the love story. Which, yep. you know, Shannon said she she really likes Laan's piece, and um, Christina Chong is an amazing is an amazing singer, and I, I think she's the best of the entire cast. To be honest with you, her 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 piece was definitely the most uh, technically challenging, I would think. But to to, to shoehorn in this this love story uh, between her and uh, Kirk, mm-hmm. it just it felt very forced. It's like, well, we have to give Lon something to do, and more more to the point, we have to we have to give something to someone in order to shoehorn Kirk in, so we can see Kirk sing which don't get me wrong i loved it yeah you know i smiled ear to ear but it felt very cheap and and they just kind of threw it in there i Um, i actually agree with you andrew i i i i don't know if i i would say it felt cheap but it felt forced definitely and the idea of lan uh biting her lip you know basically you know uh around kirk kind of even if she was kind of secretly in love with somebody i still don't think that's how she would react and the way they just kind of ended it was saying i'm in a relationship carol boom done over (laughs) you know what i mean like it was very abrupt right then it was just like oh well I, i guess that ends it you know and uh you know i'm gonna drink my feelings away at the bar later on uh with number one, but, but really, uh, yeah, I, I didn't like how it resolved in the end. I, I I don't love those two being in love, especially maybe that version of Kirk and, you know, Lon, but what are you going to do? Uh, you know, you're right. That was probably the lowest point of the episode for me. Anybody else have any thoughts on that? I thought it was fine. I didn't really get like that, like overly attached to it, just because it was such a bizarre episode to yeah. have to have something like that kind of come in. It just. But they're resolving these issues that yeah. are from previous episodes, and I mean, that was kind of right. a finality to to that whole relationship. I mean, there's going to be feelings that still go on, and you know, 
we know, you know, Jim and Carol don't stay together, but... Yeah, but Lon also opened herself up to new opportunities instead of just being in a shell, which I think was the whole point of the True. entire, like, musical mm-hmm. story, like, story behind her and with him, because she was very insecure about it, and now it's like, yeah, it hurt, but... I kind of like taking chances. It's so more it was, about oh, her yeah. not keeping her secrets anymore yes. and yeah. than really about Kirk, yeah, right? That's what it's I more said. about her. Yeah, it was about and her. that's what her song's about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It so, is. It, but it just, it felt like it was, I, I think that my feelings come more from that I don't like Kirk in the series, period. <laughs> um, not not that I don't like the actor. I think the actor's doing a great job, but, yeah. it, you know, this is, this is, Pike's Enterprise. This isn't Kirk's Enterprise. Mm-hmm. I don't like him showing up this much. It, yes. I I like the actor and everything, but honestly, when I saw that he was gonna be on this episode again, I'm like unnecessary. And it's not like he has a big part in this episode. It's not like he has a great musical number or anything like that. It was kind of unnecessary for him to be in this, except for Lon to have something to be emotional about. I think that could have been written differently for her to, you know wonder about something else you know or maybe not use uh, a relationship or a man to find her confidence yes uh, i mean yeah but i mean you had to have kirk on to, to do the closure so it was this episode yeah. or the next one right. and i'd rather have him in the episode where they sing yeah 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 that's true that's true, that's true. not having seen the next one i know it's probably going to be a lot more serious in this one yeah, so. so rather just get it over like ripping a band-aid off during like a really high end episode for me than to be in a more serious one yeah i also interrupted your thoughts there andrew if you want to continue feel free no that, that you know okay. keep, that, that, that's my biggest issue with with the entire you know episode i mean there, there are a couple the musical pieces are all great i mean they're not you know they're not going to be winning a tony award no. anytime soon but no. but they were all very fun and they were all very accessible like you know tonally they all you know exist within a few steps of each other on the keyboard so you know everyone's able to sing in, in very nice ranges and everyone sounds good yeah. um and and it just it was just the rest of it was great. It's just that one issue I've really got with the episode. Sure. And you could tell the the way that it was produced and, and the way that they did it. The people that couldn't sing, they helped it all, yeah. along a little bit more. They helped them along a little bit more. There were a few more little effects on people's certain people's voices yeah. and not other people's voices. And, you know, I would have liked to see more from Carol Kane. But uh, wh- how could she possibly sing in that accent was probably mm-hmm. the problem. Uh, more than likely, I know yeah. she can sing. You know, well, yeah, I know she, she was can on sing. Wicked. Well, yeah. she would have to do something more in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, like where it's more like Magento, where she's more talking her lines seductively over yeah. doing an operatic, which is kind of what this entire yeah. show had was like, especially with the Klingons, you know, which was mm. unexpected and joyous. But like overall, <laughs> I, this episode was just joyous and made me so happy yes. to know that they got the feeling of an actual good musical going on. And Can we do a spoiler, Travis? Oh, we're, we're 100% spoilers. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Okay. All right. So if somebody's going to break up with me, I totally want it to be a group number. I'm just yeah. going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, do you, though? With the... Oh, yeah. Do you, though? I mean, I might like them to sing it to me. Although I actually think that might be a little antagonizing. 
um, why are they so filled with joy that they're singing to me about breaking up with me? Shit, am I that awful? <laughs> like, you wrote this. You wrote this. How long were you composing this? And we were going about our life together? What? And you were composing this musical number the whole time? No, I mean... That was- totally spur of the moment. I mean, you wrote in brass, and you wrote in all this stuff that it just wasn't right, and the whole time I was going about my life, going to work, coming home, kissing you goodnight, and you're wow. writing this breakup number about me. Well, there was a spring session I had to write in the other day. Yeah, I Gosh. know. The cellos just weren't right. <laughs> so I continued the relationship on for another two weeks. Oh my God. Owie, 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 it hurts. But the cello part is it beautiful. <laughs> oh, we haven't even gotten to the second scene. <laughs> no, yeah, I, just, I, I get it, was, it. It was awesome. <clears throat> and then uh, then Spock's song. I mean, it just was perfection. I mean, the words had such a nice double play for him. Yeah. They had like an X and a Y thing going. It was just adorable. And he mm-hmm. did really well singing. I know he was, as the actor, yeah. he was very nervous. Yeah. But he had a beautiful voice. They, yeah. they wrote... Paso Profundo. Yeah, they really seem to write the parts to the actors and their strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, Andrew, you have a musical background, musical theater, is it? Yeah, or more classical, more but, classi- but okay. more, I'm more of a fan of musical mm-hmm. theater, to be honest. Absolutely. And I mean, I really did feel like the writers really wrote the songs to the actors to at least build up their confidence and build up their strengths. And I think they did an excellent job with Ethan Peck's number. He, he really, <laughs> it was really, really good. Yes. Um, my Absolutely. favorite was, uh, like I said before, uh, her's number was my favorite. I, I just, I don't cry usually during movies, during the really sad parts or TV shows during the really sad parts. I am prone to bawling during the really emotional self-realization things that happen in, in shows when somebody comes to their potential or they realize their dreams or something that's why when reality shows first came out i used to like cry <laughs> uncontrollably when like but the, like, the, like like the the talent based ones like uh so you think you can dance was my favorite yeah. one mm-hmm. and when i would see somebody succeed at what they've been trying to do their whole lives and in practice, I mean, it would just absolutely bring me to tears when they find or when they find their place in the just find their place in the world. You don't have to win, you know, you don't have to win everything, but you find your place in the world, and that's like the biggest win, you know. And and those are the moments that inspire me. And I there was just like two <laughs> uncontrollable. <laughs> teardrops that just dropped down my eye while I was watching that because I was just it, the the swelling of the music and the swelling of the emotion and just like and and also the figuring out of the problem finding the pattern what she's talking about not only in the problem but in her life and and that bringing you to your who you really are and her whole journey on this show to me from the meek you know, I don't know my place in the world. I'm sad about my past. I don't, I'm just along for the ride. I'm not this person that you think I am or can be. And to see her at the beginning of this episode, you know, controlling that basically <laughs> subspace switchboard, you know, and, and flying and, and just doing that and, and being the center of the enterprise, being its eyes and ears. The heart. 
the heart really of the enterprise is just like oh that that got me and and started the tears flowing what was your favorite song christine oh um i would say christine's song and uhuru's song yeah i like christine's because it just had like more of a jazz feel and like it was like she was finally kind of like you know hey i'm gonna go do this thing and just the entire number was just I loved it. Was it a little out of character, though? Was it a little out of character and a little mean-spirited a little bit? Mean-spirited? I wouldn't say maybe bad timing. Maybe just not being honest with Spock. But I think the song... I like the song number because... I know Shannon has thoughts on this. Yes, I... (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Shannon. (laughs) I, I, I do. I... I love Spock to death, and the the music number is awesome. But the way she broke it to him, like yeah. not not cool, dude. Agre- agreed. Not I definitely cool. no. I definitely agree with that. But like, I liked the song. Like, I just I liked the whole number. But it's like, yeah, you could have just said, "Hey, I'm doing this thing," instead of just him. Basically, I'm free. Yeah. You were barely in a relationship. Chill out, chicky. Yeah. I, I like the song number, but yeah, it could have been done better for uh, yeah. her and Spock. I'm kind of disappointed with her as a character uh, because I do love that character. And um, I don't feel like that's how she actually would have handled it. But I mean, this is also outside. This is improbability. <laughs> like we were stuck in the improbability drive in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, basically. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was a little, uh, there might be, have to be some retconning in the future. Uh, no, I'm sure there to, will be, but I like the song number just because I like ladies being lifted up by dudes oh, yeah. and spun around and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's like, I'm like, oh my God, I love this kind of number, but yeah, <laughs> it's a terrible thing afterwards. And then of course, you know, Spock's song after that about being the ex would have like this Depeche Mode techno 80s feel to it. I'm like, oh my god, I love this. It was very it was very kind of that that genre, yeah. like Depeche Mode and yeah, Duran Duran, mm-hmm. kind of like sadness, brooding, shoegazing type shit. He was so good in it. Yeah. He is emo Spock. He is emo Spock. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Uh, favorite songs, you guys. Andrew, I don't know if we've heard your favorite song so far. I... I actually have to say the finale is is my favorite, and part of that is the this this episode has what is now my favorite shot in any bit of Star Trek, and it's when the the, uh, the choreographed Klingon battle cruisers in the Enterprise mm-hmm. kind of doing a dance, and then the zoom yes. in through the through the bridge, and the we're the crew of the Enterprise, and and <laughs> it's that that right there. I, I probably rewound that ten times when we were watching it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's got the it's the catchiest song definitely it was yeah. it was the it was the grand finale number in, in an episode like this that you're looking for the it, it's the most hummable singable part of it if there's not a physical release of the music from this episode i would be highly disappointed but also if there's not i'm probably going to bootleg it in some format so Guilty. i'm just Darn I'm just putting that out in the world right now. I'm going to bootleg this shit in some physical format, whether you like it or not. Paramount, Star Trek, whoever you are, just, yeah. you know. We can talk afterward. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Shannon, uh, I know you've talked about your favorite song already, but I mean, do you want to mention any of your other ones? Oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff to mention. Yeah. Like, um, if you didn't fast forward through the initial song, they actually changed it. <clears throat> Like the intro song, 
Like, yeah. they changed that. And at the end, they played the original, like, the original Star Trek ending, which was super cool. I love the fact that they threw out that people might have turned into rabbits. That was yes. hysterical. Oh. Yes. <laughs> um, I loved um, the the Pike Battelle song, too. <clears throat> like, this is a conversation we need to be having, mm -hmm. but we don't need to be having it in front of all the crew. Like, it was just... There are so many chef kiss moments in this episode, yeah. and I adore it, and I hope they do a lot more. They don't have to do musicals, just like a whole lot more of this kind of Star Trek. This is why I watch Star Trek. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, now, um, I, I felt maybe the person that was maybe the most uncomfortable of everyone of the cast, and, and maybe um, they kind of played to it, is... Who's that? Ubenga? Ubenga. Oh, well, yeah, of course. He's like, I don't even sing. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, Anson Mount, too. I feel mm -hmm. like he really, he was on board for the silliness of it, but he also, like, I, I don't know, was a little reserved. I felt like he could have been a little more of the leader of everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Up front a little yeah. bit more if he was more fully invested. Am I wrong? <laughs> That very well just could have been the you know a time you know they, they only have so much time they can prepare for this you know normally you do a musical you're you're practicing six months sure. nonstop sure. and you know they just kind of grabbed the people who could perform easily and well and featured them. <laughs> yeah. Not to yeah. say that, that Anson Mount did a poor job, but no, he did not. He did not. He just looked a little uncomfortable at some points, and I mean a part of that was playing the character. You know, and, like, the weirdness of it all that's happening, you know, I mean, he is captain of this ship, yeah. and, you know, this this is kind of a weird, dangerous situation that's singing? going on. <laughs> Why am I singing? Uh, yeah, but, and he, he gave that, like, side-eye look, like, the whole time, yeah. like, really well. Like, are, are you about to, don't, yeah, don't. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christine already found, since the last time we talked about it, Christine already found somebody that is making a bootleg cassette tape of Subspace Rhapsody that you can purchase for on Etsy for $20 plus $23 shipping, so it must be from overseas. Must be, but it looks amazing. It does look it amazing. It looks amazing. I just did a quick search, because I'm like, I bet it has to be one. I'm like, oh, that yeah. looks really nice. Yeah, my birthday is coming up in a couple weeks. I'm just <laughs> letting everybody know that I am a cassette collector, and I'm just, you know, if you're ordering something from overseas, it probably needs to be ordered right now. Right. <laughs> but, no, don't, don't pay $23 for shipping. Absolutely don't do that. I could make a one that's very similar to that anyway yes that's an unofficial release but i'm sure we'll find more if we do oh, yeah. more investigating uh we are getting towards the end of the episode here so if anyone has any additional thoughts they want to add uh i'll let shannon go first spill your guts if you have anything you haven't talked about yet uh i think <laughs> i've gushed over everything yeah um how about just the Star Trekiness of it? I mean, I, I I talked about it earlier, and I know this is all very silly and everything, but the the Star Trekiness of working together, the cooperation, the the um, we're all doing this for a reason. You know, mm -hmm. we're doing this exploration thing, this 
protecting the galaxy thing this this all of this we're all doing this for a reason and it, it, it very much felt the gene roddenberry spirit in this even if it wasn't the original star trek feel or look or anything like that i felt the original star trek spirit in this yeah can we agree on that i totally agree and it's like that's what i love about star trek it's like boldly goes where no one's gone before and they did a wonderful musical that i'm going to enjoy over and over and over again because they just know how to do it. If Ahsoka maybe had a musical, maybe I'd like it oh more. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, just like a whole like oh tap god. dancing, you know, lightsaber moment or something. I might actually be highly enjoyed. But I don't think well, Star I mean, Trek. You, uh, go ahead. You could argue that there was a musical episode in the original series. Um, which one was it? The um, Christmas special? <laughs> no. No, there was, there was one um, episode where a diplomat's son was going to find the Garden of Eden. And they actually, like, sang. In, uh, what was that? Parad- Paradise Syndrome? In the original series. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't remember. I remember the... The um, weird one where the hippies came on. Yeah, on that board. one. That's the one. I hate that episode. Oh, the Herberts. I, I hate the Herberts. Oh my God, I hate that episode <laughs> so much. It makes me oh. so uncomfortable. Well, they, they're, it's just dumb. It's just a dumb episode. Plus, uh, isn't the main dude's name is Adam, and he's got those thigh-high olive green boots, oh, velvety God. boots, uh, and they just scream Herbert all the time, and it's uh, like, oh. stop saying Herbert. It's so it makes me <laughs> oh, so uncomfortable. The way to Eden was the episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They and play it all the time. Yeah, and they're trying to get to that poisonous planet, and they think that they're going to be special and not die, and, and then, then they die. guess what happens? <laughs> <laughs> they all die horrible, miserable deaths. Yeah, not all of them, right? It's just... Uh, no, no, they, I think... Uh, the most leader? Of most yeah, of them do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't care for that episode much at well, all. I didn't say it was great. I yeah. just said you're, you're right. There is a whole lot of singing and stuff going on in that episode, yeah. Uh, whenever I turn on Pluto TV on the Star Trek channel and that episode's on, I, I sadly have to put on something you else. You see Spock sadly playing his little liar loop thingy thank God, because it's like, God, I gotta uh, do this again. Thankfully, on Pluto TV, they have a Star Trek channel, and then they have a more Star Trek channel. Yes. Which is helpful when you don't like one of the episodes, have, if that ever happens. Now you just go to the Andy Griffith show and just wait till a better episode comes on. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, final thoughts? It, it was it was great. Uh, I, I do want to point out, it, it sounds like, at least to me, that a few of the numbers, uh, the opening number... Uh, Chapel's number and Spock's solo are all musically related. They all kind of share themes, and those themes are based on the original Alexander Courage theme from from the original series. And and it's not one to one, but you've got a lot of the same shapes, and and, yeah. and some of the lines are switched from major to minor or vice versa. And I thought that was a really cool, you know nod and a wink back to Alexander Courage from the composers um, of this piece. So I, I really, really appreciate that they did that. Oh, it's really cool. I have to re-list, I have to rewatch it I'm, to get the nuances and stuff. I'm, right now I'm just like floating on the emotions of it and the details are all still very hazy to mm-hmm. me. Um, 
But Christine, final thoughts on Subspace Rhapsody. Dude, I highly enjoyed it. It made me smile. I, like, teared up, especially during Ohura's scene. And just, I, I, I love seeing something that's not just, hey, we're kind of throwing it in there. It's like, no, everyone was all into this episode. And... I At least they it. seemed like they it, were. <laughs> it seemed like they did, and I'm going to be joyous watching it again. I'll probably catch a couple of things that people had mentioned that were kind of like ho-hum. But like right now, I'm on cloud nine, so I I have nothing else to say besides I look forward to more, hopefully more seasons where they explore more and different realities in yeah, this cre- universe creative for episodes. Star Trek. I I would I would ex- they've they've been doing this a lot you know with the crossover with Lower Decks they've been you know exploring creative episodes yes. like most of Star Trek series always have done, and um, I anticipate I'm gonna call it right now next season I I'm gonna call an animated episode next season a fully animated episode yes. of this show Ooh, I'll take that would be awesome you know and you don't necessarily have to cross over Lower Decks again to do it but they probably would. So they would maybe go into their time period. Yes, in their reality. That would be kind of great. That would be cool. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, this is my kind of thing. Uh, I I just love so much where when art steps outside of its boundaries but uh, and find, finds new ways to tell the same old stories over and over again. Because basically, as humans, we do just tell the same couple of stories over and over again. And that's fine, but finding new ways to interpret those uh, stories and finding new ways to express them for new generations and new times and put your own spin on it and putting your own personality into those stories is kind of part of our reason for existing and living beyond you know what i believe the purpose of humanity is for exploration and creation beyond that it's also to create beautiful things not just create things but create beautiful things and create new things and that's what i think this show does in abundance and that's why i love it so much so if you haven't checked out subspace rhapsody yet we all highly recommend it and if you don't like it Mm. sit on it sit on it buddy (laughs) so yeah we'll see you next time on radio free galaxy thank you all for listening and we'll see you two weeks from now for the conclusion of season two of strange new worlds Bye. bye good night see you guys later